What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back, and we're talking about James. This is the Daily Devotional, guys. We're going through James chapter 5, 13 through 18. We're coming to a close, but uh, we are still deep into what James has got to say. And this one, he turns to, uh, I guess, an exhortation of the community of believers, of uh it's always been about the community of believers but now it's it's like he turns to a time in which we talk about prayer and confession and the need for that amongst uh brothers and sisters in the community and so let's go ahead and jump in if you haven't read 13 through 18 i'm sorry yeah 13 through 18 go ahead and read it if you have we're going to jump right into it okay so what is james actually saying here what is um, he writing down for the audience of the letter to understand. He says this. He says he gives some commands. Actually, he gives commands. He says, "Man, if you are suffering, pray. If anybody is suffering, pray." And he says, "If you're if you're uh, happy, then then sing praise." You know what I'm saying. And then he's like, "If you're sick." Then call upon the elders of the church and let them pray for you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. And then it says, and the prayer of the faithful will save them and uh, he will uh, be raised from his sickness by the Lord. And then it says that if there's any sins that he's committed, then those sins will be forgiven of him. And then and then he continues to say, confess your sins to one another. Um, he says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. And it says, because a, a prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful for those who are righteous. This is the righteous prayer is powerful when he works that prayer. And then he gives an example of Elijah, who we know it said he prayed and it didn't rain. And then he prayed again and it rained. And so, yeah, that's a powerful thing. But what can we say about this? I, th I think that uh, what what James is actually saying here is the fact that we as a people need to be praying together. It says bring them before the, the elders. That means there's an important thing for us as we need prayer in sickness or whatever it may be that we need prayer, that we actually go to the family of God for help in it. That's important because it's not only the fact that the, it's not that the elders have all the power in the prayer, but it's that we go to the church, the people who care for us and love us and let our requests be made known. OK, and then it says that if it's in the Lord's will, it will happen. I think another thing that's or I think one thing that's important about this is to recognize that it says you will be healed. You will be raised. Is we got to go into it with the faith that God will heal. It's not that he will all the time. And that's why it says in the name of the Lord, when we talk about the name of the Lord, it always means like if it's his will, it's in his name, for his purpose, for his glory. And so we always uh, we always detour for his glory, our wants and our desires. And if our wants and our desires line up with his glory and his honor, then it will be done. But if not, then we say not our will, but thy will. But I think that it's important for us to go into this prayer with with the idea that God is going to do. God is going to move. Because we've seen throughout the, the book, this entire book, that it says God gives the good gifts. It is from him. 
God is the, the one who is in charge of all things and that we should be single minded when we speak to or talk with him in prayer with faith. Those are evidence in the book. And then next, uh, I think it's the power of prayer. So it's not only the fact that uh, we are to pray with the faith that God will do it, but also the power of prayer. And the power of prayer is that, man, it will happen. But the power of prayer is is conditional. It's the prayer of a person who is righteous. uh, And then it is a person who is... um, faithful in his prayer. It says uh, in verse 18 or 16, I'm sorry, it says a prayer is powerful for the one when he does it, when he actually prays. So the righteous person prayer is powerful when he does it, when he actually exercises this power, when he exercises his prayer. So it's important for us to pray. And many times I think we skip out on that aspect and just go about doing things. But prayer is important but we have to actually do it. And then finally, the example, I think sometimes we think of Elijah and we, we're like, he's just a guy. You know, there's people in the scriptures that uh, are talked about a lot, but Elijah is one that is highly talked about. But here, James wants to compare him to us. He is a man like us. He's a man with the same nature as us. But when he prayed, and so... It's not that he was any better or any greater or anything. He was a man that was like us. And so in that sense, we must pray that we do pray and that we do pray. And it's, it's great to see the prayer that he does, too, because the prayer that he does doesn't happen instantaneously. It's not something that you would have to you would just automatically know because rain comes and goes. But when he when he prayed praying that he knows God is going to um, um, fulfill that prayer because it is in his will. Well, three years passed and it didn't rain three years and six months. But originally he would not have known that because it would just be one day past two days past three days past. So he had to be steadfast in his prayer. He had to be unmovably faithful in his prayer. So when the time did pass, then he recognized it was of the Lord. And that has to say something for us. One more thing it has to say, and then we'll go into the the other questions. But one more thing I think it has to say for us is that we need to be consistent in prayer and that we recognize that God may have answered our prayer, but it is only through time that we'll see it to fruition. You see what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't have known that this prayer was answered save for time passing. And so in the same way, man, our prayers may be answered by the working of others. When we pray for someone to come to salvation, man, it may be answered as God is entering someone new into that person's life as he begins or she begins to uh, minister the gospel to him by actions and words. And then over time, that influence brings them to Christ. See, that is the power that God has through prayer. It is, a, it, is, it is awesome that God uses us to be able to accomplish these deeds, but it's through prayer that these things occur in time. So what's this saying about God? Well, it says God listens to our prayer. That's what it's saying. He's saying pray, and it says, and the Lord will raise him. So pray, sickness may be there, 
but God will raise him. Pray. He says uh, uh, that uh, Elijah prayed. God answered him. He shut the heavens up. And then when he prayed again, he opened the heavens again. God listens to our prayers. That is so important. And God cares about his people and wants to listen to what they have to say. What's to say about man? Well, it's saying that it is important for us to pray. It's important for us to take this step in prayer and that it's not just individual, though it is individual, that we should be praying ourselves. But it is also as a community. He says, go before the elders and pray. He uses Elijah as a uh, um, an, uh, a metaphor, not a metaphor. I'm sorry. He uses Elijah as an example because through Elijah's prayer, it was a benefit to the community. It was a benefit to everyone as he shut up the heavens, which really was uh, in order to to um, to to show the the reproof of God, the judgment of God, so that people would repent and come to know him, repent from their sins and follow him. But then he opened up the heavens in his prayer and it rained to benefit the people there. So our prayer is not only just individual, but it's communal. It's about the family of God. But confession is important. It's like with these prayers, it says if there's any sins that happen, they will be forgiven. And then it says confess your sins to one another. So not only to the elders, but to one another as each of us are struggling in some manner. But with that, it says you may be healed. And this healing is a spiritual healing. I think that is is is, is the true idea of what he's talking about. Uh, when he says we come together as a community, if there's any sins of him, they were forgiven him, man. And then it says, confess your sins to one another. Confess your sins to one another. And it says, and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Wow, that's powerful to know that if, if we confess to one another and pray with one another in this communal way that we will be healed from sin. And I think it's because as we confess, we reveal the sin that is hidden in the dark. And then I've been reading in Ephesians as well, and it says whatever is exposed by light becomes light. And so whenever we confess our sins to one another, it 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 is in a powerful way it it allows God to work in us because he sees it, it's faith. It's it's not just faith, but it's works. That's what that's what James has been saying. And so it shows in action our heart to repent. Our heart is to repent. But when we go to another brother or sister and confess that sin, it makes known our heart for repentance. And God works through that. And how can we apply these truths uh, to our lives? I mean, I think it's really we should apply them as be together, be a family. Let us not forsake the assembly of ourselves together, man. Let's not forget to hang out with one another. Let's not neglect to hang out with one another. And then finally, man, be confident when when praying. I've been reading, like I said, through Ephesians as well. And it says, man, we can go boldly before God. Man, he has given us access to him. And so let's not uh, let's not um, forget that. Let's not take that for granted. I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.